to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? Hello, hello, hello. I cannot wait to chat with you about this topic today because this is very timely and this is something that I really used to struggle with and I know that this could be something that maybe you're thinking about right now, especially if you're listening to this in real time and you live in the United States. The holiday Thanksgiving is coming up in a couple of days and no matter where you live, this is just the time of year where a lot of holidays are coming up. Maybe you have office parties or Friendsgiving or you know whatever holiday you're celebrating, a lot of this is going to be coming up this time of year. And I know that something that you might be thinking or feeling is that you're worried and you're nervous about quote unquote, getting off track over the holiday season. So we are going to dive into that because I don't want you to feel like that because I used to feel like that. And it's totally unnecessary because there's no track, right? There's no getting off of track. This isn't a diet. This is a lifestyle. And the reason why we constantly feel like we're going on track, we're going off track is because we have grown up in this mentality of a diet lifestyle or not even a lifestyle of just a diet mindset where you are really good, quote unquote, during the week. And then on the weekends you indulge, or you are really quote unquote good until you reach this certain weight. And then you can go back to doing whatever you're doing. And it's just this back and forth, back and forth. And that's really not going to support you because that's not something you could say consistent with. That's not something that you're going to be able to maintain long-term. So this is something that I really used to struggle with around the holiday season. The holidays used to be a time for me to let it all go and to just indulge because I used to live my life during the week eating very differently than I used to on the weekends and then eating very differently than I would over the holidays. I would have like basic boring salads every single day, being so cautious of my carb intake. I remember I used to do this diet where I could only have 50 grams of carbs a day. Like I remember tracking it in my fitness pal. Like this was around the time, oh, when was this? Probably like 2014 ish, 2015, maybe when I was really struggling with my digestion, my bloating, my constipation. And I was like gaining weight and I didn't know why this was kind of a couple years after college. Uh, long story short, if you're new around here, which we have so many new listeners, so I'm so excited to have you here, but I have PCOS and for so long I didn't know. And I was just not knowing how to actually support my body with PCOS. So I was just gaining inflammation was really what it was. So anyway, I remember literally counting carbs to only 50 grams of carbs a day in my fitness pal, like talk about restriction. I was weighing myself all the time, like doing all those things, which I'm sure you can connect with, which you maybe have done it in the past, or maybe you're getting out of that cycle right now. And for me, the holidays were the time to just not care. I was just like, I don't care. I'm eating whatever. Like this is what it was. I was excited and looking forward to indulging. And then what would happen is I would feel horrible physically after. And because everything is connected, when I felt horrible physically, 
I felt shitty mentally and emotionally after as well. And it was such a low vibrational feeling because it was a low vibrational decision for me to indulge and just like let it all go because it wasn't coming from a place of just like, oh, I just want to have that cookie and I have that cookie and I move on. It was like, over consuming this meal and this food was really coming from an emotional need that wasn't being met. It was probably coming from the emotional need of not understanding what was going on in my body, feeling completely out of control of my body, not understanding why no matter what I was doing, even though I was restricting myself, even though I was going to boot camp classes, even though I was working out so much, I wasn't seeing any physical results. So this was probably coming from an emotional need that I wasn't being met of not being met with what the hell is going on in my body. understanding what's going on. And it's like, what are we trying to stuff down? If we are overindulging, if we are binging, if we're using this holiday as an excuse to do that, it's like, what are we actually trying to stuff down? What feeling are you looking to have when we do this around the holidays, right? Like when we go into, which I'm sure so many of you can connect with doing this, when you go into, even if it's just like not the holidays, it could be any time of year when you're going just like to a party or whatever, If you're going into that situation with the intention of, oh my God, I'm just going to let it all go. I'm finally going to allow myself to have like multiple glasses of wine and eat whatever and do whatever and like blah, 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 blah. Like what feeling are you actually looking to have when you do that? Because it's often not the feeling you get from doing that. So that's just simply not how I live my life anymore. And it's to the point where now, you know, I've been on this journey of like shifting my lifestyle to how it is now for the last like almost decade, probably about eight years And now it's not where I feel like I need to run from my lifestyle or that I feel restricted from my current lifestyle. So when the holidays come up, the holidays just come up. It's not like a time where I'm like, oh, I could finally have this thing I haven't been having, or I could finally eat a lot. Like I feel like I eat plenty all the time. So it's just to the point now where I care more about how I feel and the connection that I'm having with my family, with my friends when I'm at the holidays, then I actually care about what I'm eating or what I'm not eating or what anybody around me is eating or not eating or what people are thinking about what I'm eating or not eating. Like I just don't care about it anymore. And I know that that takes time and it might not be like that for you where you're at right now. Of course, I'm going to give you tangible tips and steps to help support you through this, but I kind of wanted to give you a high level overview of how I used to view it and how I view it now. So if you're somewhere in the place of where I was, I want you to know that it's possible to move out of that and to not feel that literally at all anymore. It's not even a second thought. What I'm honestly looking forward to is seeing people, seeing our family, getting together and like just connecting with them and, and just like catching up because especially like after COVID, we just don't get together as much anymore. It just like kind of put this halt on things, even though like we can now, it's not like we're on lockdown or anything. It just kind of halted that. So it's really nice to get together with everyone on the holidays. And that's truly what I'm looking forward to. And I just don't feel that restriction. And some people might look at my lifestyle and be like, or maybe yours, because maybe you have a similar dietary restrictions, or I don't even like to call it dietary restrictions, dietary preferences, and might see that it's restricting, right? They might see that me being gluten-free and plant-based and mostly whole foods and you know doing daily movements as restrictive. But for me, it's the complete opposite. It is the complete opposite. I feel a sense of freedom in my mind and in my body because of how good I actually feel from living this way and how 
different, I feel, from the way I used to feel. It's literally like night and day. I, I am a completely different person from shifting my lifestyle to living this way. And I've really just fallen in love with taking care of myself, with taking care of my mind, with taking care of my body. It's something I love to do. So I don't feel the need to run away from it because I love doing it. It's like something that you love. You don't want to just run away from it or feel like you need to, you know, like, indulge in a different area. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but I really have fallen in love with this process and how I feel because it feels so good to me. So when the holidays come, it's just another day for me when it comes to food, not like it does feel different. It feels like exciting and stuff like that. But when it comes to food and nutrition, it's just another day. So what I would ask you is what are your boundaries and what are your non-negotiables? And what I mean by that is for me, it doesn't matter what day of year it is, what day of the week does not matter. I'm plant-based and gluten-free. And to me, that's really just not a boundary. It's just who I am, but I couldn't really think of another word for this. It's just like who I am as a person. I'm I'm also kind. I'm plant-based. I'm gluten-free. I'm like, it's just, it's just who I am. So for me, it doesn't matter if it's a holiday or not. I'm not all of a sudden going to have Uh, like turkey. I'm not all of a sudden going to have, you know, like a dairy meal. Like that's just not going to be my story because I feel so horribly different when I do eat that way that it's just not something I'm, I'm willing to do. I don't even crave it, to be honest with you. So, but what is that for you? It might not be that for you. You might be like, well, Corinne, I eat a lot of plants or I'm mostly this way, but when it comes to the holidays, I really want to have my family's like traditional like stuffing or whatever. Okay, amazing. Then do that. Do whatever is going to make you feel mentally and emotionally your best. You don't have to have a boundary. I don't really know the other word to use for it. Hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, because some people, you know, have certain dietary choices most of the time. And then on holidays, they want to do something different. That's perfect. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. You just have to decide what you want to do. And I don't want you to make a decision from a place of feeling like, oh, okay, I actually really don't want to have the turkey or I don't want to have the stuffing or I don't want to have this mac and cheese or whatever it is. Um, but I don't want my family to look at me differently. I don't want them to be offended that I'm not having their favorite meal. I don't want to be looked at differently. And if that's the case, then I want you to look into that because I don't want you to make a decision to have something from a place of fear, from a place of guilt, from a place of shame, from a place of pleasing other people, because I always want you to please yourself first. If you have to let anybody down, let other people down before you let down yourself. And not a lot of people are going to say that, but I'm going to say that to you because it's it's the truth. We let ourselves down so quickly before we would ever let anybody else down, but we have to be the ones to not let ourselves down. So when you're making that decision, make sure it's coming from a place of something you actually desire doing instead of doing it because other people want you to do that. Okay. So just think about what that is for you. Maybe for you, you're like, no, Corinne, I I'm plant-based through and through. It doesn't matter what day of the year it is. Okay, cool. And we'll talk about things that you could do to support yourself through that. But maybe you're like, no, I'm going to have something. Okay. Amazing. I don't want you to restrict yourself and to feel deprived because that is not going to be supportive for your health 
either. It's not just about what we're eating. It's about how we feel when we're eating something. The energy we are taking in when we're eating and when we're consuming something, that is going to have either a positive or negative effect on our health just as much as the food itself. So I don't want you to consume something and feel guilty because that low vibe energy energy is sometimes more detrimental than just eating the freaking cookie. Like just have the mac and cheese, just have the pumpkin pie, just have whatever, enjoy it without the guilt and shame. If that that's what you actually want to do. So again, remember the intention that you're having when you're going into it, okay? Because what I also want you to remember is that one indulgent meal or even indulgent day, if you want to call it that, is not going to completely sabotage you. And this is again, a diet mindset where it's like, oh, I've been so good on my diet. I haven't had any sugar. I haven't had any carbs and OF, I had it today. So now I have to start all over. The diet is over. I failed, but this isn't a diet. This is a lifestyle. And one indulgent meal is not going to make or break the progress that you have currently been making in your lifestyle to support your hormones. Just like one, uh, I don't even like to say healthy meal, but one um, blood sugar balancing meal, one supportive meal that makes you feel really good isn't going to cure all your problems. It's what you're doing most of the time consistently, day after day after day. It's like every single time you make a choice to support your health and your hormones, you're putting a little marble in a jar. This is actually an analogy my business mentor um talks to us about with like our content and stuff like that. But I want to use it in this sense because it works perfectly both ways. If you have a jar like on your desk, every single time you do something that's supporting your health and your hormones, you're adding a jar to, you're adding a marble to the jar and over and over and over and over, it's just going to keep filling up. And maybe when you have an indulgent meal or something, Okay, cool. But look at all the marbles you've put in that jar already. So it's not like that just wipes it all out. Those are still there and you could still go right back into the way that you normally live your life. But again, make it from a choice that you actually feel good about, whether it's having the thing or not having the thing. Okay. And again, if you are choosing not to have it, like I choose not to have the turkey or the stuffing or whatever, like I'll talk about what I do. I don't, it's not at all from restriction or from deprivation. It's simply because this is how I want to feel. I don't want to feel like crap at the end of the day. I don't want to feel shitty the next day. And it's just who I am. So that doesn't, it's not coming from a deprivation or restrictive place. So just make sure for you, if you are choosing to do that, that it's not coming from that place. Okay. Because again, this needs to be a lifestyle that you are staying committed to and consistent with. So what does that look like for you? It's going to look different for you than it is for me, than it is for your sister, your cousin, your family member, like whatever. It's going to look different for everybody. But I want you to start shifting your mind around, okay, what can I stay consistent with? What am I going to feel good about? Because this is not a diet. This is not a diet. Okay. How many times can I say this in this podcast? Like a million today. Okay. So let's just talk about some tangible things that you could do. Okay. Number one is stick to your morning ritual. I mean, this is why I'm so huge on rituals for for many reasons, because when you have a specific morning ritual and some people like for me, my human design, I personally am someone who really thrives with structure. So my morning ritual, I do 
pretty much the same exact thing in the same order every single morning. Sometimes I'll switch the order of me working out and meditating or eating breakfast and working out. Like some of that will shift, but most of the time I'm doing things in the same order because it feels really good for me to be in that structure. Some other people though, depending on your human design, that might feel really horrible to you. So it might might need to be a little bit more flowy, but I still do recommend, even if you have some flow with it, having some form of a morning ritual because what happens a lot of times, even when you go on vacation or when we have holidays or something, it's hard for people to, again, quote unquote, get back on track, even though you're not getting off the track, we're just keep on moving on it. When you have a morning ritual, it's very easy for you to just have the meal you had that night, wake up and just get back into your morning routine and just like right back into it. So that's really why I love having a morning ritual. And again, it's not like you're waking up and you're at Thanksgiving dinner. You're not waking up and you're at the holiday party. You're not waking up and it's all of a sudden like, okay, the meal is here. You still have the morning to do what's going to support you. Okay. Unless like maybe you like do a breakfast holiday thing or whatever, but you can still do some semblance of your morning routine. So for example, for me, what that looks like, um, and what I, talk to my clients about is warm lemon water, which you know we always talk about here, meditating, taking all your supplements, blood sugar balancing breakfast, some type of movement. Stick to that in the morning because again, what you start your day with is what's going to set the tone for your digestion is what's going to set the tone for your blood sugar. And that is going to be so important for you, especially if you are maybe going to indulge a little bit more than you usually do. So make sure that you're sticking to that. And then if you are just going for dinner and like you're not having anything throughout the day, don't starve yourself until that meal. And this is something I used to do. Also, I used to just be like, okay, I'm just going to have like a fruit. I think I was having Shakeology at the the time, probably. I was like, I'm just going to have that and then nothing else the rest of the day because I'm going to eat a lot at night. So I got to like save up my calories. That shit doesn't work for multiple reasons. Number one, you're sabotaging your blood sugar. And when your blood sugar is messed up, it's going to mess up your hormones. It's going to cause you to actually store fat and waste muscle. It's going to make you put on weight instead of thinking that you're actually going to be losing weight because you're just like saving up your calories. That's not how it works. Okay. So don't starve yourself all day. Um, cause It's also just going to make you eat so much more later on, which is not going to be supportive for you in any way, shape, or form. And it's going to make your body feel unsafe. It's like, what's happening? We normally eat more often than this. Hopefully, hopefully you're having three meals a day and your body's going to be like, what's going on? Like, are we starving? So then when you do eat, it's going to be like, holy shit, let's hold on to this. I got to store all this food as fat because I don't know when we're going to have another meal because we just went hours without anything. So make sure you're not starving yourself before you go to the meal for the reasons I just said. And then also you're going to indulge way less if you have been eating throughout the day. Okay. Um, so that's number one. So stick to your morning ritual, your water, your lemon water, your supplements, your meditation, your movement, your blood sugar balancing meal. Don't starve all day. And then when you do go to the holiday, if you are someone who has dietary choices that, and you know that they, the host isn't going to be accommodating that, like maybe you're plant-based or you're gluten-free or whatever, and you know that the host isn't going to be having that, what I always do is I bring a meal. I bring a meal every single holiday, no matter where I'm going. And I just say like, literally just did this the other day. We are spending our Thanksgiving at Chris's aunt's house this year. And so I texted her. I was like, Hey, um, I just want to let you know, I'm going to bring a butternut squash and quinoa dish, uh, for Thanksgiving. Please let me know if there's anything else you want me to bring. So I just let her know, Hey, this is what I'm bringing. If you want me to bring anything else, sure. Like, let me know. I'll bring whatever else you want me to bring, but I'm also bringing this. So not only do I know that I have something there, but I'm also making it big enough for anybody else to eat 
as well. And I also like, I'll make it a little different than maybe I would if it was just me, because I know other people might want to try it. Like I'll put some maple syrup in there. I'm going to put some dried cranberries with the butternut squash and the quinoa. I'm going to put some like walnuts in there. Like I would probably add more vegetables if it was just me. I might add some spinach in there, maybe, maybe some roasted Brussels sprouts. Um, but I know that if I want other people to try it and they want to enjoy it, I don't, I'm not going to put as many greens or as many like broccoli and things like that in there. Like I would, if it was just for me. And what's awesome about bringing your own dish, I like to bring something that doesn't have to go in the oven in case it's already like packed out so that like you could totally eat cold. So I'm just like, you could put it in the fridge or leave it out. Like it's totally fine. So it's not like a big issue for everybody. And most of the time there's leftovers because I make enough for everybody. Most of the time they'll like try it. They'll have it, especially now they're like used to it. And they're like, oh, this isn't weird. This actually is really good. But there's usually always leftovers, which is really cool because then I get to bring it home (laughs) because they usually don't keep it. So I'm like, sweet. I have lunch or dinner for the rest of the day or for the rest of the week. So that's what I like to do as well. And then the last thing I want to talk to you about is making the holiday about connection and time spent with your loved ones, not just about the food. We, in this freaking culture, especially in America, we focus so much on the food and on what we're eating and all of this. And I love food. Like when I finish a meal, I'm like, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? Like I love it, but really make it about the connection, really make it about the people that you're going to be seeing and catching up with and just enjoy your time more. Enjoy whatever food you're eating and move on. If you are constantly guilty and feeling like, oh my God, I shouldn't have had that, your brain is thinking you did something wrong. So it's going to manifest that way in your body. Just have it and move on and just be done with it. And it won't sit in you the same way that it would if you feel that guilt and shame with it. So I really just want you to Think about how you want to feel that day when you show up. How do you want to show up to the holiday? What is going to raise your vibration the most so that you have the best time, you feel the best, you can share your light, you could bring up the rest of the room with you, and that might mean eating the damn cake or eating the turkey or eating whatever it is. It might mean not doing that and bringing something else. It's all depending on you, but I want you to know there's no right or wrong for this. So do whatever is best for you and that is what's going to be best for everybody else. Okay. So I hope this was helpful for you. Please share this with a friend if this is resonating with you. And I also want to talk to you about one more thing before we go, because if you are think around this time of year, we like to think about our goals for next year, how we want to feel next year, what kind of support we desire. And if right now you are feeling like you really want more support when it comes to your health, because one thing I've learned over the years is that we don't have anything without our health. Literally, we don't have anything. And when I think about how I used to feel before living my lifestyle this way and after, like I said earlier in this episode, I'm a completely different person. One million percent. And sometimes I think we get stuck in this feeling of, oh, this is just normal or I'm just used to it. Like we don't know how good we could actually feel until we start to feel better. And then you're like, holy shit, I didn't realize how horrible that was. I didn't realize how it was actually moving through my day. I didn't know how much it was actually affecting me until it doesn't affect me anymore. And I don't want you to have mediocre health and just be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just deal with it because you don't deserve that, especially because you don't have to. And I know that you are the 
person that wants to feel better. But I also know that sometimes you're scared to bet on yourself because I've been there before. Okay. I understand, but I want you to bet on yourself. I want you to know that you're worth it and you're deserving. And that if you do desire changing your menstrual cycle, changing the symptoms that you have that you know are not normal, like your migraines or constipation or um, fatigue or PMS or mood swings, whatever it is, or you want to support your fertility more, like you want to just live a more optimally healthy life. I know that you're worth it. And I know that sometimes you're scared to bet on yourself because you're like, what if I can't do it? What if I don't do the work? What if it doesn't work for me? I get those feelings, but don't let fear continuously run the show for another year because I want you to think about next year and where you want to be this time next year. And if you want to feel differently than maybe you feel right now, you need to do something different than you've done thus far. Otherwise, you're going to end up in the same exact place. So if this is something that's resonating with you, if you connect with me, if you connect with this podcast, if I'm the person you want to learn from, if I'm not the person you want to learn from, amazing. Don't invest in one of my programs. Find someone who you connect with. But if you do connect with me, I want to make sure that you know there are, I think, what is it, five days left? Uh, the 28th, whatever day you're listening to this, November 28th is when my Black Friday sales are ending. And I just want you to not throw this opportunity away because I have incredible self-paced programs right now that are on awesome sales that I want you to take advantage of because I really want to give you the gift of healing this holiday season, but you have to be the one to give it to yourself. So I hope that you check them out. The link is in the show notes. Of course, if you have any questions, you know where to find me, but I love you so much. I hope you have an amazing holiday season and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.